Uh, we are professionals. <laughs> we never ever make mistakes. Make sure this fucking thing off. If, if we turned this off every time we made a mistake, okay. the first episode just would have. We wouldn't have gotten anywhere. Alright, so uh, welcome to the Average Adventuring Party podcast, where the GM has to take the party's desire to adopt every NPC he introduces uh, into account whenever he creates an unimportant background character. As you should. I would like to remind everybody that currently the party has three semi-adopted creatures with them. Uh, Egbert. Yeah. Egbert. Cabby's gone. You've got uh, Brave, Suna, and Silen. Our brave scenario. <laughs> we adopted you yeah, with I bacon. Mean, <laughs> I mean, the elves adopted her on the way up. <laughs> just that she has to be a, has to be a player You're character. You're lucky I didn't want to try to keep the fairy. I wanted I mean, to try I'm, to keep the fairy. I'm the fairy honestly, was busy. I was going to, to let you have the fairy until you made the remark of... Uh, that I forgot oh, to... Yeah, you forgot to free all the other fairies. Yeah. Then he became Frambo. And then there was absolutely no way I was going to let you have a hundred fairy followers. <laughs> I mean, we're totally planning on, on adopting Shadar and Ardith's dad when we get there. Uh, if you don't kill him off screen. Uh, so be prepared and I for want, that. I want to remind you, I do have a pencil that I'm seeing next to you. <laughs> and not all of Ardith's rage is fabricated. I totally have a centaur waiting me somewhere. <laughs> Some, somewhere there's a half minotaur, half centaur child Daddy! asking. Daddy! Yeah, <laughs> what the hell? Asking when Daddy's coming home, looking very confused every time he sees a maze. <laughs> Listen, just because. Half horse, half bull. <laughs> yeah, it's the. <laughs> no human parts of this. <laughs> it's the front end of a bull, the back end of a horse. He's, he's like that, that Irish pug that can't run. <laughs> but oh. everybody loves anyway. <laughs> Come on, Luca. <laughs> oh, you say that like horses can run themselves. <laughs> so, uh, last time on this here fancy game, these guys figured out exactly what the, the exactly how the obsidian statue was made and uh, maybe a few other details about its creation that they didn't know. And made their way south to the lake, chasing the the new water inheritor. Um, when they got there, they found. Uh, well, first, Suna changed Galdrian into a seahorse for fun. A pretty one, at least. And boy, fun was had. <laughs> and, and he was fast. He got us here in no time. Yep. Uh, then she uh, used her, her magics to give everybody else the ability to swim and breathe underwater. <clears throat> and the obnoxiously pretty seahorse... Uh, Became a sea stallion. Yes, he he stretched his sea legs and, and <laughs> helped these guys get to one of the underwater cities. Whereupon, looking at the, the magical tracking compass, they found... The, the new water inheritor not in the body of a water genasi but instead in a turtle which is to say a giant human larger than human size humanoid turtle can you speak with animals at least 
Yes, I can. We might need a translator. Is it, do they count as animals if they're people? Um, well, if he's in animal form, I... Oh, you're talking about Galdrian. That's, yeah. that's a very slippery slope, because in that case, all of you have speak with animals. <laughs> it's just they can't speak back. <laughs> oh, no, it's just you can speak with each other. You can't? <clears throat> cool. Yes. I, I can. Uh-huh. I, I can... Um, I can talk with a non-hostile animal or plant for a short time. He's definitely hostile. Are you hostile towards me? Frickin' seahorse! Little Lloyd. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... You know know what I was gonna do? I was gonna stop in this village and buy Suna a cookie. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be a little soggy. (laughs) Now now you just buy her a stack of dried kelp. (laughs) Here, this is all you've earned. So... To whom would you like to speak? Who am I talking? Oh. <laughs> Giants yours. Well, whenever we start talking to people, you might translate for them so he can be involved. Because <laughs> although here is... You can't just swim up and ask her to come talk to us? <clears throat> and Me- then he doesn't have to be a seahorse no more. Meanwhile, that turtle is moving away, going about her business. You have a confused seahorse looking at you. Yeah. Pet, so- pet. Okay. Uh, Iacus is going to start swimming to the turtle. So I am going to cast my nature talking to talk to Galdrian. What do you what do you ask him? <laughs> or what do you say to him? You're not allowed to be mad at a cute fox cuz I made you a pretty seahorse and you got us here faster. And secondly, he blows bubbles out of his <laughs> And secondly, here is the inheritor. How should I convince her to come with us? <laughs> you, you can't actually speak back, but you can communicate in all the ways that you can convey your meaning through anything a seahorse could do. <laughs> no pressure, huh? Galvin <laughs> uh, just kind of. Uh, the listener's bike is miming over here. <laughs> he's going to uh, swim over t- uh, and start writing messages with his tail into the into the sand. Mm-hmm. It's like ask if she knows about inheritors. And, but it's taking a while because he's like. <laughs> Meanwhile, because <laughs> he's sitting here like painstakingly yeah. drawing these out, and I'm like. Yeah, Iacus catches up, and you tap this lady on the shoulder, and she turns around, and she's clearly a lot older. Uh-huh. She has particularly wrinkled skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you talk to her, Nothing comes out but bubbles. Uh, and she says uh, says something back. You don't you don't hear her. And then I she shrug. she grabs what looks to be this long thin reed out of one of her pouches and taps you with it. And you have this this rush of vacuum. And 
can hear now. And she says, I'm sorry, can I help you? I'm sorry to bother. Uh, you might notice the obnoxiously pretty seahorse over there. <laughs> and my friends, we're not from around here. But uh, I think you're in grave danger and we want to help protect you. Oh, that's sweet. I'm fine here. Can I ask you something? Uh, by all means. Um, did you recently, within, I think, the last week, I've, my days have been running together, mysteriously get these tattoos? She looks down at her skin. It is not tattooed. Wow. Well, no. <laughs> huh. Well, that's odd. Um, I don't know much about all of this. I'm fairly new. Uh, but I have this compass here that says you've inherited the water inheritor rural spirit something. Oh, well, isn't that neat? Yes, it, it is. Uh, let you, me take a look at that. I'm holding on to it. I'm not just handing yeah. it over, but... You know, she reaches over and like tries to pull it out of your hand. Yeah. I've got it. But I, I can show it to you. Yeah, she pulls it up closer to her face. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, she goes, oh. Oh, that's pretty. See, like, if you move to the left, the the dot here, well, just take a step to the left and you'll see. She kind of swims a little bit to the left. Does it move a little bit? Follow her? A little bit. See, it's, it's pointing towards you. I just, we want to figure this out. Would you be willing to come with us back to land so we can discuss this a little more easily? We have a chef that could bake you something. Well, I have a few things to attend to here, uh, uh -huh. if you would like to accompany me. Of course, and I'll hold out my arm <laughs> uh, and so, escort the little turtle and lady. Yep, so she, you two, uh, well... I'll look back at them and be like... <laughs> at, at, the, at this point, we'll say... Uh, uh, Ardith gets to, to watch Iacus and this, this lady walk away. Okay. Um, I'm arguing with Galdrian. What messages are you arguing with, with Suna? I can't ask her if she knows about the inheritors. Can't we just do... Can't we just grab her and take her to the top? Galdrian, like, you you've never, ever seen a seahorse roll its eyes before? <laughs> I've seen a real horse roll its eyes before. And they go all the way back. <laughs> And he's going to uh, just swim on ahead and try to catch up with uh, Iacus. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes, that's our cue to follow. By, by the time you catch up, we'll say that Iacus, you've been, you've been talking, uh, or I'm sorry, you've been walking with this lady uh, for some ways, and every now and then she stops and like picks up a seashell mm -hmm. off the, mm -hmm. the seafloor, or she walks over to someone and talks to them away from you. Mm-hmm. When you look to your left, you hear Galdrian approaching, mm -hmm. and he's got the body of a seahorse, mm -hmm. and Galdrian's head and hair, <laughs> and hands with flippers where his fins would be. Uh, looking, looking a little <laughs> rough there, buddy. <laughs> Galdrian able... Yes, Galdrian is able to speak. Oh, this is so weird. 
This is weird. I was going to give Suna a cookie and everything. Now I don't know if I want to. <laughs> you, you might hold off on the cookies for a little bit. Um, cookies are for good boxes. You, you notice you can only speak when you're in the vicinity of Iacus. Like as you float back and forth, if you get more than a foot or two away from him, it just bubbles. You should uh, ask her if she knows Talia. Uh, well, she's doing some errands. Um, but I'm trying to get her back up to the surface. Right. She doesn't have any tattoos, and she doesn't well, know anything about the Inheritors. She's a turtle. I've never known that the Inheritors could be anything other than one of the elementals. So perhaps it works differently when it's not one of them. Uh, ask her if she knew Talia. Okay. Um, ma'am? She she looks up at you. I'm looks at Galdrian. <laughs> kind of hides behind us. Uh, who's in the process of growing a pair of legs. Yeah. Uh, I am so sorry. <coughs> I didn't catch your name earlier. That was awfully rude of me. I'm Iacus. I'm, uh, you can call me Pacha. Okay, Pacha. Uh, I am in the middle of a conversation, though, if you don't, if you don't mind. Uh, just one second. And she turns back around and starts talking to whom she was. If you've ever seen a cow <laughs> look pensive and awkwardly. And by the time Ardith and Suna catch up, Galdrian has reverted back to his normal, obnoxiously pretty self. <laughs> Can he breathe? Yes. Okay. Uh, he likewise has the webs between his fingers and the gills. It seems that Suna's magic just took some time to catch up. To readjust him. Yeah. Alright, now I'm considering the cookie. You, you look better. <laughs> Now, now there might be a cookie. Do you feel better now? I'm so sorry. much better. He was hoarding creepifying there it, for a minute. It was fun, and you were fast. You got us here faster. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I like this better. Right, well, uh, she seems to be a little busy right now, but uh, I don't suspect she knows anything. I was going to say we should ask her if she knew Talia. Uh, well, we don't want to interrupt. It's we, oh, yes, we won't interrupt, but... but We'll wait for the next opportunity to get a word in edgewise. And after a couple of minutes, she comes back. She's carrying, like, a large conch shell. Said, I'm sorry, I just had to find the perfect one. Yeah, of course, of course. <coughs> Need to be able to project. Uh, absolutely. What are, as I said earlier, I'm sorry, I'm Iacus. What was your name? Oh, Pacha. I'm sorry. It's a pleasure to meet you, Pacha. Uh, my name is Galdrian. Oh, you look much better. Yes, yes, I, I, I feel much better. Did you happen to know... So I was talking about the blue dot. Yes. And, and the last inheritor, her name was Talia, I believe. Um, she was a water genasi. Did you know anyone Well, I, I've known plenty of water genasi, and she just gestures around. <laughs> But did you know Talia specifically? Um, I think I knew her father. Had a lot of tattoos. Uh, he did, yes. She got the tattoos after he passed on. Oh, I hadn't heard he had passed. Assuming he passed on. Yes, uh... Unfortunately, uh... Talia passed away as well. Oh, I'm sad to hear that, though I didn't know the girl very well. She was quite small when she left here. <coughs> she was from here. Uh, 
has the inheritor. She was supposed to pass on. Uh, she was supposed to pass on her abilities when she passed away, but I do not believe she had any next of kin, and this this magical compass we have seems to be leading us directly to you. <coughs> do you happen to know why that might be? Well, I'm an old hand at magics, I suppose. What do you do? This and that. What kind of magic? Mm, it depends. Mostly, I keep the peace between my people and these people. Aid the sick. Tend the dying. Help the farmers, that sort of thing. So, we have somebody on shore that might need some help healing. Oh. Can you take a look at it? I suppose there are other healers in the village. But we prefer you. Why? You don't know me. Just because that magic box of yours says I'm important? Well, and because you're an old hand at magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, experience usually bears the best results. Mm, there are others more experienced at healing than I am. But but we have a feeling that you <coughs> may be able to heal him a little better. She reaches over and very gently like bonks you on the head with her staff and says, oh, That's funny, but I feel you're just reaching. Well, she's only yay tall. She's always <laughs> reaching. No. Well, we we uh, we would like to, I think, uh, introduce you to one of the inheritors who is with us, and perhaps see if something, if there's some sort of significant magical trace or something. Perhaps being in close proximity with the lad will help us figure out some of what's going on. Hmm. I suppose. Thank you. Although, we're not taking you away from healing somebody down here, are you? No, no, I was just making my round, as it were. Okay. Do you need any help down here before we take you up there? Oh, no. Okay, fantastic. She says, I do have a few more people to speak with, though, so... By all means. Isuna, when was the spell last? I don't know. This was my first one. That's why I was testing it on Galdrian. This is going to be fun. <clears throat> right. At first sign of fins disappearing, we head for the surface. I'm going to look up. How far does it look like we're far down? Oh, yeah. Oh. A couple hundred feet, easily. Oh. oh. And you're probably... Five miles from the shore. Would you, uh, as she's walking, uh, would you be able to meet us in that town? What was that? In Damas. Damas. Gamas. Um, whenever you're done, because we want to head that way in case this doesn't stay. Oh, certainly. Why, thank you. I shouldn't be terribly long. Uh, just so long as we can make it before nightfall know the unpleasantness up above mm-hmm. at night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. 
Don't worry, I'll 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 meet you there. Thank you. Well, guys, y'all want to head back? I trust her. <laughs> right. It reminds me of my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I think she reminds us all of our grandmas. I never even met mine. Let's go ahead and head back. Wouldn't surprise me if somehow Galdrian's grandmother was a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> this really is his grandmother. <laughs> uh, it takes you a long while to swim five miles back to shore. Not having the Seahorse Express. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when you get back. Uh, She's waiting for yes. us. Yes. <laughs> she, she is actually waiting for you. And she is, she is talking to Shannara and Silen and Brave. Did you help heal Silent? Are you able to help him? Oh, the boy is fine. He's tough. And she looks over and Silent, uh, I don't know if we've talked about it, is particularly wiry. Uh, he's got some muscles, but not many. And he's very skinny. And Scrawny. Did you, did you not see his wrists? I'm afraid they're going to scar, but... But they're closed? Oh, yes. And she just reaches over and grabs his hand and like lifts it up. So he has to stand on his tippy toes. <laughs> and, I mean, same as they were. It's just scar tissue. Okay. He said that his powers were very weak, though. Um, I'm not one to know about mystical energies or anything, but do you see any way to heal that? I suppose time. It's, well, it's all very complicated but so as we're walking out of the water and he's saying this to her um, I'm, I'm gonna kind of yank on Galdrian and hey hey Galdrian yes you're not mad at me are you no not anymore okay well I'm so, furious with you <laughs> <laughs> so I have an idea <laughs> No, he will so. not turn into a turtle and seduce the old lady. No. So, Silence tattoos are all of him making swords and crafting stuff and everything. So, if she heals and helps people and stuff like that, maybe we gotta get her to do something like that and a tattoo will appear. And then maybe it'll show her. So, uh, so go get her. I'm, I'm already... <laughs> Galadrian is still missing a few hit points from, from the morning, so... Mm -hmm. uh, say, actually, uh, I could use a little bit of... Uh, Tender love and care. Mm, yes, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> I could perhaps use uh, a little bit of healing myself, if you don't mind. I she, hate to impose, but... She walks around you. Does a, does a circle. <laughs> uh, just, ah, you'll live. <laughs> Artist, cut him! No. Cut him! No! Why? Because you want to. <laughs> what? You're making <laughs> <laughs> She uh, she sits on on the beach and looks at you guys. I'm sorry. Who's cutting whom? Nobody's cutting anybody. You are not. duplicitous for such a small creature. I Small stature, big attitude. Tiny but fierce. 
Well, I think uh, our our uh, hunch is that. Well, you you see this lad Silen, right? You see how he uh, is covered in these tattoos, and Daldrin will kind of stand him up and you know show off his tattoos a bit. Uh, excuse, excuse me, I can I can do it myself. <laughs> show the lady wow. the tattoos. He, uh, he rolls up one of his sleeves and he has all these tattoos down his arm. Uh, we, we believe that perhaps if you were to practice, uh, engage in your craft, that just as Silen has these tattoos of when he has been crafting things, perhaps you would gain a uh, tattoo of your own. Perhaps you are linked to the inheritors in some way. Mm, I suppose. Um, I would volunteer if you want to try and lay some healing energy on me, just to test let's a theory. Let's see. How about... And she points a finger at uh, a bowl that's, that's sitting in the sand, and when she points at it, it fills with water. She looks at her arms. Nothing there. Didn't they usually appear when Talia had some kind of uh, significant life event? I remember the goat appeared after that thing. Mm, yes. She did what with a goat? <laughs> <laughs> she exploded a goat. Oh no, I'm I'm a pacifist. Yes. If if it helps any, the goat was trying to kill her. I'm well, still a pacifist. This time, we actually subdued a goat and helped it re- find love and begin a whole new herd. So I don't know what they're talking about exploding a goat. I know we gave a dire goat a new home. She and someone else a problem. <laughs> she says, "I'm a simple woman. I don't do significant life events anymore. That all." That all stopped when my late partner passed on some years ago. He was the adventurous one. What was his name? Oh, we just called him Shell. Pacha and Shell. Tell How me. long were you all together? Yes, I want to hear more about Shell. Oh, he was, he was the love of my life for nigh on 200 years. How did you meet well, when we were hatched, we found the water together. And did you know then? No. He was a stubborn and obstinate fool for years. I've never known anyone like I, that. I had, to, I had to be the one to tell him what's what. You certainly uh, told him what was what, though, and got 200 years out of it. And you probably enjoyed at least 100 of them. Oh, more than that. Good, good. I, uh, I can probably claim a significant portion of of, uh, this village as my descendants at some point. Uh, well, you know, what's crazy is if, if we can't figure out what's happening with the inheritors, a giant red dragon is going to erupt and destroy this all. That's why we're asking for your help. 
No. And I know you may not be at Pinterest, but we would really appreciate it. Well, <coughs> what would you have me do? Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Test a theory. I, I suppose. Uh, just a moment. She gets up, goes into one of the nearby huts. Throws a potion at you. We're done! <laughs> Com- comes back out, and she's got a bowl full of various roots and leaves mm-hmm. and uh, a mortar and pestle, and just starts grinding things up, and then says, well, where are you injured? Uh, right here. And there's still some teeth marks from yesterday, too. Like, I'm feeling better. Oh, that's that's horrible. Hold on. And she just gets a big handful of this glop and smears it on there. How does it smell? Um, like, you could eat life? Yeah, like, like it came out of the water. At uh, high tide? Eh, you know. And she puts it, puts it all over there, uh, binds you up. I declare you healed. <laughs> and then looks at all four of you. <laughs> Shannara just. <laughs> yeah, Galdry enjoys it. Claps as well. Thank you. <laughs> Is he actually healed? Um, I mean, for all intents and purposes, you can regain your lost hit points. You can spend a recovery. <laughs> Three hit points. <laughs> <laughs> That works surprisingly well. She looks down at her arms and legs. Well, I'm afraid no change. What about your back? You can't see your back. She, she spins around. <laughs> that is rude. She, she spins around, shows you her shell. Anything? No. Right. Hope it doesn't would, take Mariana showing up. Would you be willing to accompany us uh, to the City of Lost? That's a pretty far trek. I know. Oh, no. I'm, I'm not much for traveling these days. It's, uh, you know, the hips, mm-hmm. knees. W- wore them out when I was younger. With shell? Mostly. <laughs> Say no more. Don't ask about the turtle wax. That's rude. <laughs> uh, no, no. I'm I'm much too old for that. Uh, if you could perhaps bring what you are wanting here, then I would certainly have a look at it. But well, uh, let me see. You said you're an old hand at magic. Uh, would you mind looking at something for me? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Galdrin <laughs> uh, is going to go into Ardith's bag. He could have asked. He doesn't ask, he just goes <laughs> in, pulls out the statue, and presents it to Pacha. Oh, that's very fancy craftsmanship. Yes, uh... It's a little rough for my taste, but you know, to each their own. Has the plaster falling off? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, it, it, it went for a swim. <laughs> <laughs> that poor bag. Galdrin's <laughs> <laughs> loot. Artith has a sudden realization that all of her art supplies were in that bag. Oh, oh no, they're covered with a fine layer of silty plaster. 
she looks it up and down, points to the shield where where that eyeball would be. Oh, it seems to be missing something. Galgreen look. It's just got that little seam where the closed eye is. Usually this has a, a heraldry or a banner or something. Mm-hmm. Just in my experience, the the small races like to announce themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it does. Agreed. This uh, particular statue uh, is a magical item. It's, oh, yes. Uh, it's necessary to seal the red dragon Kemet away. Oh, isn't that already been done? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it was done using this. Oh. Well, why would you go do a fool thing like removing it then? <laughs> we didn't remove it. Uh, we found it in the field. Oh, that's unfortunate. And uh, I don't know how familiar how familiar you are with the stories of how Kemet was sealed away. Oh, I've heard a thing or two. They had to use the inheritors to do so. The original four inheritors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not a very happy story. So we were just trying to protect you. Because you see the boy there? He was taken. And you see all the cuts and stuff that he has? That could happen to you. Oh. So we are just trying to protect you. We want to make sure you and him stay safe. And this village doesn't get burned down. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mariana likes fire. Well, if she's not willing to go anywhere, could we leave if she could magically allow him to breathe? Could we leave him with her, and then we bring the other inheritors back to her? Hmm. That's... And she, she pulls out that conch shell, and uh, a small, like, um, what do you call it, scrimshaw knife, and starts carving into it And uh, while she's talking. And she says, it's a bold assumption of you to assume that this is a safe place. I was going to say, you might be condemning this whole village to die. Yeah. Because Mardiana comes to get them both. No, just that an ill wind blows. And she just blows, blows her, you know, the dust off of it. And then points over her shoulder to, you know, somewhere off in the distance there is a column of smoke somewhere to the east. We had nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, but... It's been some time since there was a fire on the plains. Yes, uh, this would be Cobalt's. Oh. Those haven't been around in a very long time, young man. Yes. uh, That's how he got those cuts. And we want to make sure it doesn't happen to you. Oh. I think I'm fine. Oh, he thought he was fine too. Tell it, Silent. What What were you surrounded by when they came and took you? Silen looks up, uh, you know, he's just been kind of like fiddling with some reeds, uh, and he's made a little a little boat out of it. He goes, well, to be fair, I was asleep, so I wasn't really thinking anything uh, until I woke up in that cage. Okay, but who was protecting you? Me specifically, nobody. There were just guards in the compound. Okay, but how many? I don't know, a few dozen? 
So, and they still got through all those guards I to get you. I don't know. I guess so. I mean, it I'm, is possible. I'm, I'm here and not there, so I'm going to go with the solid maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but see, anyways, Martiana got past at least oh. 24 guards. Who's Martiana? She is the fire inheritor. Mm, Real fire. piece of work. She she killed. What was the girl's name? She killed Talia. Talia. Mm-hmm. Fire is like that, unpredictable and fierce. Yes. So we're trying to protect you from the fire. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm quite fireproof. And she like taps on her her inner plastron on her chest. See. It wasn't fire that she used to kill Talia. It was some sort of spell that cut her to ribbons. Oh, to ribbons, you say? Yes. Well, I suppose there are worse fates. So... Galdrin's going to try to... He's trying to figure out, does she know more than she's letting on, or is she really, like, just kind of going with everything we say? Insight check. That sounds like a great insight check. So give me give me a wisdom. I don't know why Galdrian's doing this with his own. Want to do it too? Yeah, someone else might want to do this, but or not, baby, because that is yeah, yeah, that's that's a thirteen. I don't think any of no, my. No, gonna be better. Hold no. on, five. Um, it's hard to tell with her. She's like she's not looking at any of you directly, as is. She's more focused on her work while she's talking to you. Ooh. 28. 28. Suna, there are a lot of the Fey elders in your woods, especially among the druids, who love to believe that they are, you know, old and wise, and they like to speak in riddles, and that's mm-hmm. clearly what she's doing. There's, she's using roundabout ways to get you guys to divulge information to her. It's hard to tell if she knows more than she's letting on, but she is clearly leading you in the conversation. Hmm. Okay. At, uh, at which point she, you know, just goes and blows off the, the, the dust off of this conch shell that she's carved, and then she takes her knife and just clips the end of it and says, give that a, give that a test. See if See if that does anything for you, young man. And she holds it out to Galdrian. What? I've been thinking about taking up wind instruments. Mm-hmm. And he'll put it up to his mouth and blow. Yep. You uh, you blow, and it lets out this deep uh, bass note. And just mm, hold on. And she takes it back from you, carves carves out the opening a little more, hands it back. And just try it again. And he will take it and blow into it again? It lets out a, a clearer, deeper note. And when it does, it's actually matched, we'll say, probably coming in from the northwest somewhere by a very similar sounding note. And she takes it back and goes, mm, you should probably attend to that then. And starts carving on it some more. A couple more of those those notes come in, and then you hear a whole bunch of people yelling, and it sounds like a lot of people are running. 
Right. Uh, we sound. We should probably get going then. That sounds very. Uh... Something we had nothing to do with. Why do we always go with that for our defense? Because uh, it happens. It was very nice meeting you, Pacha. Uh, sorry that we have to go in such a hurry. Oh, don't worry. I'm sure we'll be seeing each other soon. Right. Let's uh. Let's get going. Where are we going? Towards, Towards the screaming. Yep. Towards the screaming? Towards the screaming. Yep. Oh, so you step out of the, uh, step out of this hut, or out from beside this hut, and Pacha's still sitting there in the shade, just carving on this thing. You see a bunch of people yelling and, like, running towards the outskirts of the city. If you look that way, you see probably two or three hundred people coming in. Mostly elves, but quite a few Kijani, which are the plant people. Um, various other races, a bunch of dwarves. And all of them are covered in soot and ash and look like they have been through the ringer. They're just carrying like the stuff that they have in their hands or over their backs or in sacks, whatever. And they're just slowly marching this way when one of the people steps forward and starts talking to one of the, the turtles you hear him say something about a lot of the villages to the east being burnt out on the plains and this is mostly what's left um, and the turtle acknowledges it and just welcomes them, welcomes them in says they can stay in the village uh, at which point, you know, like these sorry, sorry group of refugees comes in. One of uh, one of the turtles yells out, uh, "We have wounded. Does anyone know medicine?" Right. Uh, I know medicine. You step up, and uh, Galdrian gets directed over to uh, some groups of people who have a lot of burns and shrapnel injuries. There's bits poking out of them. As as this flood of people comes in, we'll say that someone, uh, you know, Suna is sort of standing there, and at some point, someone just stands over her. And when she turns around, there's someone wearing a Sun Chaser Sovereignty suit of armor. Uh, it is it is a uh, well appointed, but clearly, you know, been through the, the ringer soldier. He, he's he got the, the armor. It's got a, a falcon on the, the shoulder pads and he's carrying a, a sword and a spear that he's using as a walking stick. It, it looks like at some point he was walking behind you and then saw you and then walked over to you and just waited for you to turn around. He, he looks at Suna and says, of course you would be here. Of course, in the middle of all this, you would be here. I mean, I, I didn't do, I have nothing to do with what's going on out there. Nothing. Let me give you a short summary of my timeline here. Hey, Galton, doesn't that guy need some help? So, your, <laughs> your timeline has nothing to do with me. From what I can piece together before... The chick is still alive. Before Y'all burned down my forest. I did no such thing. Oh, yeah? 
Yes, I've spent the last year of my life trekking over most of the sovereignty trying to find you. Oh, and look, here I am. And so here, you found me. Here you are. Yes. So you're good to go, right? You found me. You can go back home? Your family? No. But if you would let me finish a thought. Everything here, from my understanding, was just fine until you and your group arrived, at which point utter chaos and pandemonium ensued, just as the general said it would in your presence. To be fair, we just got here. Yes, and <laughs> look at things already. But it was happening before we got here. I don't think so. Uh, I don't really care what you think. I would really appreciate it. Uh-huh. I have had a very bad day. Oh, you want to make it worse? I would appreciate it uh-huh. if you just came with me and my men, and we could leave. Sooner. Oh, I mean, since you asked so nicely. Sooner. Maybe. Is this man bothering you? He's trying to be nice. He, cla- he claims he, he has spent a good part of the year looking for me. Like I'm famous. Oh, you want my autograph? You could, and he reaches in his pack and pulls out one of those flyers, the wanted posters, <coughs> hands it over to you. I suppose you could sign this as means of a confession. And I'm going to hold it open. Don't sign that. But it's me. Keep it. It's a good likeness of you. I mean, that's true. And I'm going to roll it back up and put it in my bag. Right. Well, is that a yes? Yes for what? Just to get this whole thing over with. And take you back so that you can have a chat with the general. And then we can leave this apparently self-destructing hellhole. Wow. Never nice to these people that have let you come in here and and seek seek help. She, he he looks at you know the refugees that are still walking past. I think right now, each of them owes me more than I owe them for having saved them, when otherwise I should not have. Why did you save them? Wow, he thinks very highly of himself. Well. Yeah, he may have been the one to save them. It's not every day that a creature out of myth and legend shows up in mass to burn down civilians. We weren't in Overlook. <laughs> I, I was there when you left. I know for a fact that you were. <clears throat> but, be that as it may. I think he's talking about the kobolds. Yeah. Yes, those scaly little bastards. And so why are you blaming us? Well, from what the people here told me, there was several hundred years of peace and prosperity shattered when within the same week that you arrived, which, from what I understand, is basically your track record wherever you go. He has a really good point. No, he doesn't. I mean, we do kind of bring a lot of death and chaos. Correlation is not causation. Yeah, of course not. Regardless, I think it would behoove all of us to just finish this up. 
Okay. Ah, so to, that means you're gonna murder him now, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. No. I'm too busy to do. Well, we murder him just a little bit. Just so you can save him later. No, I'm, 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 Galdrian is tending to the wounded. He can't say anything. He, uh... I tried to get Galdrian to come Oh, sir. She really wants to murder you. <laughs> There's a lot of refugees here. Y'all can continue your hunt. It would be best for us if we part ways right now, because it doesn't end well for any of us right now. It's been a long day. When you say that, he nods. I understand. I understand. And he gives out this really loud whistle, and a lot of pe- a lot of people uh, turn and look at him, especially the refugees. And he points at Suna and says, "The switch means to do me harm." At which point, like pretty much everyone around him starts yelling at you, and a barrier three or four people deep just forms between you and him, and all of these people start yelling about how. Kiyoshi saved them, and how dare you? Yeah. And. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. And they're not going to let you hurt him. So might I ask how he saved you? Someone probably throws some like uh, cabbage at Suna, <laughs> and just just hits her. It doesn't matter. He just did. We wouldn't be here without him. Okay. Cool. Let's move on now. That man whistles again and steps forward. Says, "I think the odds are on my side. I'm fairly certain I have personally saved every person here more than once in the past day alone." Oh, but me killing that horrible dragon did not save people. These so- people can't even tell me what you did to save them. He steps forward. You talk about me being a witch? Maybe he has you guys brainwashed. Someone says, just like from in the crowd, some lady yells, He saved my baby in front of me. Doing what? From getting eaten. By what? So she says, uh, Go home, save my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. I see it. You're welcome. Uh, she says, From one of those monsters. He... he Took my baby back. <laughs> and where is this baby? She holds up the kid, and a bunch of people cheer. Is it breathing? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> you heard it. And <laughs> yeah. uh, he says, "I think the popular opinion proves that of the two of us here, you're the only monster." <laughs> I mean. I mean, just because. We're not aligned with him. I know. Doesn't mean that he can't be a hero. I mean, he clearly helped all these people. I think it's... But he did it for the wrong reasons. He didn't do it to save you. It doesn't Uh, matter. He saved us. For his own purpose. Reasoning. Well, you haven't saved us at all. So that puts him ahead of you. Uh, I just got here. How would I save you? Uh, At which point... uh, you guys hear a bird of, of prey screech. Oh, boy. And uh, you see this falcon kind of like circling the area. Uh, he looks up, sees it, and when he holds his hand up, it just lands on his arm. And it's got in its beak a, a little rolled scroll. And 
he flips it open, reads it, and goes, huh. Well, that figures. I suppose it's a moot point now. And he just tosses it to the ground in front of you. He says, I don't think any of us are getting out of here. Why? And then just walks away with the crowd. Pick it up. See what it says. I'm going to pick it up. When you pick it up, there is a tiny little drawing of this delta that the city is in and just a ring around it bordering like from that forest all the way up towards that dig site Hmm. Hmm. and then all the way on the other side of the lake it just has an elven kobolds Uh, it looks like they are just surrounding this whole area this could be fun Mm -hmm. Mm. they're coming for dinner so now... Where's the dinner? Mm-hmm. No. Now we could be the heroes and people will stand with us against him. Or, there's a crazy thought. Why don't we get his help and all these refugees because even if we spite him and we're dead, we're still dead. But everybody here will be surrounded and eaten by kobolds if we don't work together. Silent. I don't think you'll get him to work with you. Silence says, I mean, by your logic, wouldn't that make you just as bad as him because he's not? you're not saving people to save people? You're saving them for another purpose and saving them is actually the secondary... Who invited you to this party again? I'll call out Kiyoshi. We can multitask. Uh, what, Kiyoshi? Yeah, he is lost in the crowd. Well, can I see over the crowd? <laughs> I mean, yes, but there's several hundred people here. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to do something I haven't done before. Uh-oh. Oh. I'm going to activate my leaf on the wind. Uh, day Once daily, I can use it as flight. And I will just jump over the crowd in an improbable feat and land in front of Kiyoshi. Uh, you land, and he goes uh, shield and spear up. Oh, hold. I mean, you no know harm. That is a terrible way of showing it. I know, I know. And it's the only way I could get here. Uh, I saw your scouting report. Oh, well, then it seems like saving these refugees was for nothing. Uh, we're not done yet. Uh, hmm. I know my little friend and you have your differences. Uh, let's, I suggest we shelve that for now. I have fellow adventurers with me, but if we don't work together, we all die. And what would you have us do? We are in a town of pacifists, from what I understand. We are in a town of pacifists. I suggest we work together and utilize the refugees and make what defenses we can before they fall on us. While we may not be friends, we definitely have a common enemy. Ardith. Mm -hmm. He seriously does not think I'm about to work with that man. Work with him on a spite. Spite is a beautiful motivator. You? Okay, so now look at me. You are going to help save these people. Ayakas is going to deal with Kiyoshi. Mm-hmm. You are going to ignore his ass. Okay? He does not exist. He is not here. It's like deferred murder, right? Deferder. <laughs> if a kobold Wait. eats him, oh well. So I don't have to help him if a kobold is getting him? That's going to be up to you. I don't think it's going to help you either way. <laughs> What if I accidentally include him in the Reign of Acorns? I prefer you don't. 
simply because he's gonna hopefully he will be handling you know a part of the defenses far away from you but imagine that all you want though okay him getting bumped by acorns can i kill him afterwards maybe i'm making no promises Scalger, you gonna give me a cookie? I can ask him nicely. When I guess. I'm, I'm a crowd away. <laughs> yeah, Iocus, Kiyoshi's just staring at you. I suppose if we're going to go down swinging, we might as well do it fashionably. <laughs> the rest of my men will be along shortly. For the time being, so that we don't have to worry about one trying to kill or capture the other. Let's lay a truce until one day after the kobold attack. Where none of my party will try to attack or harm you, we will actively help you, and none of your soldiers will actively try to get us. You have to understand that I swore a magically binding oath. Of course. I cannot make that promise. Well, then we will be stationed on separate sides of the defense. That way you're not breaking your oath, and you're not tempted to fulfill your oath immediately. I need you to understand, this is not, it's not going to be a problem, because we are not going to walk out of here. Oh, absolutely, but on the off chance that we're favored by the gods... There is no off chance. These, I don't even want to call them creatures, they are far more devious than that. I can guarantee if, if they are that close, we will have an entirely different problem before we even see them. They are driving the natives ahead of them. Which natives? I'm sorry, I'm... The last village I was in was attacked by goblins on the run from kobolds before we ever saw our first one. Wow. So if they've ringed us in that thoroughly, in between them and us is an entire army before they even touch us. In addition, we were almost overwhelmed. We thought ourselves safe at night. (laughs) And they have no qualms about being in the darkness. So there is no running. Passionately, you say. I'm certain it's only a matter of time before. Very well. Uh, Y'all defend the north side, we'll defend the south. While you're standing here talking, most of the other refugees have, have passed you, and another soldier, dressed very much like him, steps up, and she takes off her helmet and he he points at her and says this is first thing Chiasa she is my second in command we will aid as long as we're able to but I want you to understand that the moment there is an opening the witch is mine and we are leaving Noted. And I, I hope that we don't have to uh, come to blows. 
there it's good to work with a man of honor. There won't be many. And he takes his, his helmet, puts it on, uh, gestures to Chiasa, who gives out a whistle, and that falcon comes down and lands on her shoulder, and they walk away. He starts calling out orders for refugees to start making makeshift barricades. Um, I'll find them. Yeah. Yeah, probably dragged her off to try to um, let Galdrin and Shinar know what the hell's going on now. I can just imagine this crowd, though, before that happens, crowd packed out of nowhere, this flying bison. <laughs> just oh, yeah. yeah. Um. Hey, Galdrin? Hmm? You have a situation. Don't we always? Yeah. Shannara just gives out a laugh. Is, is, is that how we're describing it? Yeah, have sun chasers now, bunch of soldiers and... I'm going to be punching Iacus. Ah, How in calves. the world oh, no. can you expect me to they work were, with him? They would like I'm, to take I'm not. Out. Give me a second and I'll explain. Don't leave us to die. Hold on, too many people are talking yeah. about this. Sorry, I'm going to be picked up on the mic. So, right side go? Yeah. Uh, no, because like none of that will have been good because that was over top of all of it. So, we have to redo it. I forgot what I said. You have Sun Chaser Sovereignty? Hmm? There's you Sun Chaser Sovereignty here? We have an issue, or we have a uh, situation. I got, I got past that. No. So, basically what it boils down to is Ardith tells Galdrian uh, they want Suna and will happily leave you guys for dead. And do you also mention the Kobolds? Yeah. Well, in that case, things get a little urgent. Uh, Galdrian is going to uh, try to take stock of the resources they have available and ask Silen if he's feeling up to putting up some defenses. Silen shrugs and says, I'll, I'll do what I can. I'll focus on things that would be able to shield people from uh, from fire, so nothing... Flammable, perhaps something, uh, some things made of mud that will harden. Yes, yeah, oh, let me see. He goes to some of the turtles and starts directing them. They grab some refugees, and you can see them moving, um, like a lot of the wooden crates and, and things like that that could burn, like piling them up out of the way of things so that fire doesn't spread. He starts like drawing in the sand and starts talking over some stuff with them. Uh, Suna, meanwhile, is beating up on Iacus. Uh, I'm going to tell the party what was discussed and what happened and that they're going to try and betray us and they're guarding the north side. Uh, of course they're going to betray us. He spent a year of his life looking for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He also saved a lot of refugees, which can now help defend our back as these kobolds. They won't defend our back. Because well, they're with him. They're going they to want me dead. Try and keep themselves from dying, which we can count on. But if they see a kobold attacking me, they won't help. Oh yes they will. I'm pretty sure they don't want a kobold to kill you. I I think they might want to do the job themselves to make sure they do it right. Mm. 
Also, if we see any falcon flying around, off it. <laughs> I like that plan. Sorry, Forest Guardian, but off it. I mean, I could possibly turn into my raven and fly around to see how close things are. Which the falcon could then eat you. Yeah. Come out. Like so. Insert GM shrug here. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But Uh, you just said they didn't want a cobalt to kill me. Why would they want their falcon to kill me? Still confirmed kill. Not to mention, (laughs) do they know that I turned into a raven? You did it the last time they saw us. Oh. I mean, was he part of it? He might have been over there on the other side. Probably share. How do you know elves? We all look alike. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, us minotaurs. Oh, us minotaurs. If there was more than four of us left alive (laughs) in the whole world, we all look up. Oh, wait. We'll prepare defenses. At some point, we'll say uh, Iacus is off helping. Suna is off trying to figure out stomping around and trying to figure out how she can secretly murder people with yes without anybody noticing. There are a couple of, of times when you run into one of these troops and there's that moment where you know they just stop and stare at whomever it is because they, they clearly know who you are. They know who Galdrin and Ardith are as well. Iacus. You're all know, very uh, memorable. Uh, I recognize that <laughs> ass anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't say anything until he gets behind you, and then he's like, "Hey, wait a minute." <laughs> no, we'll we'll say that Ardith and Shannara are probably talking over uh, some of her alchemical concoctions that she can pass out to people, and how best to use that when uh, Galdrian, you're you're walking by one of these huts, and then falling in in uh, in step with you. Is Erethus? Hmm. Ah, nice of you to uh, join us, Erethus. Oh, yes, well, not exactly my doing, as it were. <laughs> right, uh, we'll, have, we'll need to have a word about your patron later. Slippery bastard. But I couldn't help but eavesdrop what with being confined to an immobile statue in one of your bags. You're welcome! Uh, yes, thank you for that swim. That that uh, plaster dust was getting mighty irritating. I would speak with you if you have a moment. All right. Privately. Well, uh, let's hear it then. And the Aldrin will gesture to a more secluded area. No. He... Basically, like you go to walk away, and he goes to step as far away as he can from Ardith, and he can't take another step. <laughs> he looks down, looks at you. I suppose this will have to do. I may have somewhat of a solution for you, if you're willing to listen. Well, let's hear it out. Last time I went through all of this, uh, you sealed yourself away to... Put Kemet back where he came from. Mm. Amongst other things, yes. The boy. You can keep him safe and further your goals. Very simply. 
I sense a butt coming here. Mm. And he is an expert on those. <laughs> Isn't there always one? It would require you to strip the boy of his powers. But it would save him? Yes, and give you what you need. It is more or less the same magic that I used originally in the creation of the seal. What effect would this have on him? On him? Mm. He will likely go on to live a normal, boring existence, not being targeted by any extra-dimensional beings or their agents. However, all of that is a moot point if he is eaten in the process. So I can only get you that far. Right. Well, uh, what happens to his power? It goes into the statue. And what happens then? Then you will likely not see me again. Because my energies will be required to bind it all together. And I suppose you would go get the others. And take their powers as well? You can phrase it as protecting them, if it makes you feel better about it. It's how it always worked for me. I know you have regrets about the path you chose. Uh, you probably don't remember... You, you most certainly don't remember the time we spent traveling together. It was another lifetime for me. Hmm. Well, this one has proven interesting, but... I need you to understand, Galdrian, there was nothing I wasn't willing to do to accomplish the task I set forth to do. Yes, he's... this Kimmet's a real asshole. Amongst other things. You may have seen him for the briefest of moments, but you never saw him at the height of his power. As disgusted or repulsed as you may be by my decisions, you... I think, have a good enough head on your shoulders that you would make them in my place if you were there. And you very much are. Right, well, uh, I don't think I'd be making any deals with your patron. No. The magic is inherent to the statue now. It just requires the will to activate it and the understanding to know what you're doing. This will... This will not harm the boy? I don't know. I haven't spoken to the original inheritors, as you call them. I can't confirm if it would hurt or not, but it will keep him safe. From that, at least. And you think that by taking this power, perhaps the uh, kobolds would sense that he is no longer here? No, they don't care. They don't care, they just want to destroy it. They are without leadership, so they become, I suppose you could call it, default aggressive. Mm. Right. Well? If you have not faced them yet, and he holds up a finger, do not underestimate them. They are clever. They have to be. 
they're hardy and vicious. They have to be. And above that, do not ever, ever let them near a dragon. Because once they are, they will be completely under his thrall and able to channel his powers directly through them as if he was present himself. Right. Uh, I, I, I offer you this freely as a token of goodwill. Right. Thank you. Um, at what cost will this all come if I take the boy's powers? Well, myself, but I suppose that was never really up for debate. It hasn't changed. For the boy, I don't imagine much will change. He's only had it a short time. I think he could go about his life as expected. The other two will be your problem. Because it's all they've known. Well, I suppose it's worth a shot. I don't suspect that Martiana is ever going to give up her power willingly. I don't think it will matter if you can get her near the statue. Right. Once, and then he again holds up his, his hand, he goes, once this process starts, there's no undoing it. Well, you care to uh, look out on this sky with me before we proceed? I've seen enough of this place, I think. I appreciate the gesture, but no use delaying the inevitable. Right. I, I would give you caution, though, just man-to-man, -man, as opposed to monster-hunter-to-apprentice. Mm -hmm. Certain things in life are worth trading. Love is not one of them. He holds out a holds out a hand. I won't say it's been a good time. Did you ever get a chance to drive her sword through that bastard's heart? Oh, oh yes. Uh, it's still there, as far as I know. Right. If, if I ever see it, I'll uh, I'll try to reunite it with its owner. I guess it's about time holds out his, his hand for the statue. Hand it over. Ask you still in my bag. Oh, wait. Sir. I thought I took it. He can't go No, he can't. Further. He can't go farther away All from right. it. Okay. So, Artis. Yeah? If we have a way to seal away Kemet without Silent needing to sacrifice himself. Oh, really? You gonna ah? You gonna elaborate? He's going to need to give up his power. You got to need to talk to the kid. Right. Uh, bring him over here, and bring the statue. Where is Silent? Uh, he's probably over there helping erect some mud walls. Okay. Your party. Right. <laughs> uh, Galdrian will walk up to Silent. <clears throat> And say, young lad, we need to talk. Uh, I've got to finish putting up these walls. Can we can we talk while we do that? Right. Uh, I suppose uh, 
there's no point delaying it. Uh, so our thinking was that in order to seal away the Red Dragon Kemet once and for all, the inheritors would need to sacrifice themselves, but it seems we what? have another option. <laughs> Trust me, I did not like that idea the first time around. I don't like it right now. So, we have another option. What is it? You would have to give up your power. Sinna's gonna walk over just to listen, too. How? I mean, I can't really help you much if I don't have my powers. Some things in life are worth trading. But? You still have intelligence. You still have your skill with crafting. I think the point he's trying to make is kobolds are coming. He can't help out with that problem if you do it right now. Among other things. Uh, well, no. I, I think he should be questioning why you're trusting some guy that just showed up. For him to give away something he's had for... How long have you had the tattoos? I don't know, like a year? I mean... And Erethus steps forward and says, With all due respect, this isn't your conversation. That may be true, but I witnessed your eyes turn black and you killed some chick that you kissed. Suddenly you have qualms about murder? I don't murder those that I love. Don't you, though? You seem reckless. You I should haven't look into killed Ardith and Galdrian. I might kill Iacus. Yet. But. You should look into taming that. You have a lot of potential, but you are using very little of it. You are all over the place. And this boy is as well. Says the man that shows up every time something bad happens. Hmm. Wow, who does that sound like? (laughs) I suppose that is a bit of a conundrum, seeing as I am not in places where bad things are not already happening. Okay, let me throw this out to you, Galdrian. You're supposed to do it different this time around. This is different. How is this different? You are trusting the same man as before. This is a different solution than we arrived upon the first time. But it's not. It is much different. I... Watched it's... this boy give up his life. I will not do it a second time if I can but help But you it. don't know what's going to happen. He doesn't know what's going to happen. He claims that he can just give up his powers and go on living. Well, we don't know this for a fact. Of the... Not, not to mention, things are different now. Of the seven or so of us here... I'm the only one who's done this before. Successfully, I might add. So, there's that. Successfully for only, what, a few hundred years? According to what you've told me, it's several thousand. I mean, that's true, I guess. Regardless, I feel once those kobolds decide to close in, and he looks up at the sky, it's starting to get darker. There won't be time for this. Well, Silen, I just think you need to think about this. Silen says, well, we can either do it and 
maybe something good will come out of it. Or if uh, this is anything like those those Falcon guys said, we're probably going to die tonight anyway. So he turns to Galdrin and says, "All right, I'll do it." Right then, we need the statue. I'll pull it out and hand it to him. Just throwing it out there. If something bad happens, I'm the one that said it. And Galdrin's, before he does anything, he's going to look at Arathus, and he's going to try to see if he sees the same man there that he saw his previous go-around, if he saw, like, the same anything off about him. If anything, he looks more resigned than last time. The last time you you adventured with him, he didn't know a lot of this information. He didn't have a lot of his memories. Mm-hmm. And he seems like knowing what he knows is weighing heavily on him. So, same same bearing, just he seems ready. You should know met a fellow from House Dubray. Oh, how did that go? I told him your story. Well, nice to see at least one of my family continued on. Hope that helps you ease into this ever after a little more soundly, old friend. I'm ready. Everything I would have fought for is gone. So maybe it's time to let my star dim and another one burn bright. He reaches over and touches the statue, and when he does, he starts glowing. After a second, he just disappears, and the statue takes on, whereas previously it was kind of more of just a vague human in his shape, it now has his specific features, uh, his his little mustache and hair, uh, his fine armor and shield and spear. Whenever that happens, Silen... Uh, looks down, he too starts glowing. Then he gets brighter, the statue gets brighter. The statue starts glowing faintly green. And Silent cries out in pain and then just falls over and passes out. The poor kid's head. His tattoos have disappeared. You hear this, this voice coming up from the village. And it seems to be arguing. It's clearly Pacha. And she's going, You were such a snotty child even when you were a child. I know exactly where they're at. Hold on. And she comes shuffling up. She's got this... This... Sort of energy that's circling her head. He goes, I know your father was stubborn too. I'm getting... I am old. It takes a while. And she shuffles up to you, at which point this blue energy just leaps from around her head into the statue. Well, you, you called my hand on it. <laughs> I don't know what you got there. And she taps the statue. But they were most insistent on returning to it. Right. Well, uh, glad for that at least. We need to tend to the boy. He's been through a rough patch again. I'll watch him. And she just reaches down and scoops him up. 
and slings him over her shoulder. I will put him with the non-combatants. Do you think we might be able to evacuate them underwater? Oh, no. I, uh... I have some friends in the lake. They've told me that they're already swimming this way. Right. Those that could have gone west uh, out of the water or east to believe. Uh, the rest of them will be up here shortly. Right then. Take care of yourself. Most assuredly. She walks away. When she walks away, you can see now some of the fires are getting closer to the town. And there's actually, at several points, just like gazelle and, um, what do you call them, meerkats, those kind of things that come running through the town. At which point you hear a very polite voice go, oh, excuse me, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me. And a very tall, uh, robed figure with a hood and a scythe comes walking through. <laughs> he, he passes by you guys stops, turns around, and goes, Oh, very good. I found you. Everybody's finding us. Well, you're very popular people at the moment. Apparently. But, I figured, find where the most amount of casualties would be, <laughs> and there you would be. And then it further dawned on me that if I couldn't take your souls directly... And he reaches up his his sleeve and pulls out his stool and sits down and pulls out a cup of tea that's steaming. Says, All I have to do is wait for them to kill you. Oh, would you like a cup of tea? Yes, I would. He, he hands you one, pulls out another. says, I'm very patient. I see that. So you don't care what kills us? No, as long as I can remove your souls from your mortal shells. So what if No. I know of a guy No, thank you. that you can have his soul. <laughs> no, thank you. I appreciate the effort. I think she's offering as a bonus. Yeah, if as you a can bonus. Collect. Mm, I'm more than capable of, of sourcing my own jobs. Thank you. Galdrian slowly reaches into his pouch. Pocket black dragon mask! <laughs> <laughs> You, you push the, the black dragon mask onto his face. Did you try this before? And he looks down when it falls off of his face. Oh, you, you seem to have dropped this. Picks it up, Ooh, hands it to you. I know who can wear that. <laughs> no. Let's not put anything from a dragon near a kobold. If we can no, help but it. We can tell him it'll Maybe give him later. magical powers and it will help and he can put it on. Wait, I have an idea. Oh, God. Just saying. Galdrian looks at the mask, and he's going to say, Aldamian, if you're listening, I'm not putting this stupid thing on, but if you give me a scale, maybe I can help you. The mask does not respond. It was worth a shot. <laughs> Go put it on the guy. No. Death uh, appears highly amused by this. And, and that's where we'll leave off, I think, is... We're about to die by cobalt. An, an impending uh, cobalt invasion. Um, 
But if not, I get to kill somebody. <laughs> You're gonna make sure he's dead, aren't you? Yes. Death, uh, death, sitting there sipping a cup of tea, uh, gleefully amused by the fact that he won't have to expend any effort to kill you. <laughs> um, and that uh, that black onyx statue just glowing a a, a, a gold and blue and green. Before it gets shoved into a bag. Before it gets shoved into somebody's bag. Um, We're still helping build defenses. Uh, yeah, I, no, I guess. No, nobody nobody uh, explained what was going on, and I'm just building defenses. <laughs> so you know, you know it's because she's nosy. I am. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Iacus is nosy as well. That's most of him. Yeah. With the little ring. He <laughs> <laughs> can ring his bell. Um, yep. a cowbell. So that's all I've got. Uh, since we're now at the end of a session, you guys get to pick an incremental advance. Ooh. Ability score bonus is on the table now, right? Nope. No. But that's... <laughs> oh, is that? Yeah, it's a fourth level. Yeah, fourth oh, is it fourth? Level. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Then, yes, it is. Wonder what I'm taking. What does that mean? Plus one to plus one to any one skill or three. ability. No, it's three. three. Oh. So you get oh. these. Uh huh. You can increase three of them by one. You can't increase the same one twice, I believe. Correct. Well, I'm sitting here with a seventeen, seventeen, thirteen. So. <laughs> yeah. So if you would like to take that as your incremental advance. You On the even of, of a battle, it seems like a good time. And now Galdrin has 20 charisma. So for instance, you could give yourself 20 wisdom, uh, 14 con, and 16 strength, and up each of those by one. And now I'll get plus 11 to my uh, initiative. Yeah, we'll have to recalculate all Yeah, I just reprinted this. So across the boards, I think that's what everyone's taking. Yeah. Except for Ray, who looks I conflicted. Was, I was trying to decide if I would like hit points because I'm so squishy. Well, if you up <laughs> your con, you'll, you'll get more. You'll get point. passively some more hit points. Oh, okay. You don't have to, but you can. This will also refactor like AC, mm-hmm. physical, mm-hmm. mental. Assuming that it's your middle one that goes up. Mm-hmm. It'll now. How about con? So if your con goes up. Um, you basically get one additional hit point. Or, I'm sorry. You will get four additional hit points. Okay. So somewhere on your sheet, make sure up here at the top you put uh, recalculate. That way we can recalculating. Go through <laughs> and recalculating. Because now, like your spell, your spell casting, you get another plus one to that. You get uh, plus one damage for all your things that. Get wisdom, etc., etc. So, I think this will be our twenty-first episode. We started with nineteen twenty twenty-one. Yeah, it's a hell of a lot longer than I thought we would be able to do. I didn't know that we would be able to make it into the twenties. Yeah. Well, I didn't even know that we'd be able to make it past the first episode. You were like, first arc will be done by 15, if you re- recall. Uh-huh. Hubris. <laughs> I would just like to take the time to say uh, these guys have done 
really, really well. Uh, seeing as I kind of sprung the whole podcast idea on them relatively quickly. When we went from firebombing everything to the next week, we were, you know, destroying Overlook. I mean, we were never Fire Firebombing everything. <laughs> the, the methods have not changed. You know, I, I go through and I edit the, the, the episodes. And I, I kind of told these guys before the game. Just got to get rid of all the farts. Yeah. Got to get rid of all the... Uh, the mouth stuff. No, we add in mouth stuff. You know, I just, I edit that, but I listen to the podcast at the same time, and there's just a noticeable uh, improvement. I still sound like a stuttering idiot, but we've all gotten a lot better. I could, I could look around the table the first episode and just see, see looks of fear in everybody's eyes, and now, like, everybody's back-talking me about every decision, and no, no hesitation. Other than that, we're going to be adding some stuff to the website here pretty soon. We're going to be adding some stuff to Patreon. we got a couple of new goals that we've been talking about. I'll put links to all that stuff in the show notes so you can always find us in those places. We've said it before. We'll say it again. Uh, if you guys want to join Discord, talk to us. Find us on Facebook, talk to us, Gmail, wherever. Uh, we'd love to hear what you guys think. We've gotten a little bit of feedback. Not a whole bunch, but... I would love to see reviews. Like Mike always says, if you if you like it, tell us. If you hate it, tell us. If you just want sooner to kill more, tell us. I have a feeling that's going to happen regardless. <laughs> if you want Iacus to be more impulsive, tell it. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be our uh, twenty six dollar a month goal for Patreon is. Everyone will play their characters exactly the same way, just a little more so. <laughs> stab, stab, stab. Yeah, Ar- Ardith will stab like 1.2 times per per round instead of just a regular one time. I mean, that would be nice. Yeah, every fifth round, that's a free stab. Buy four, <laughs> buy four stabs, get one stab free. <laughs> I right. do one thing during combat. That's not that's true. That's not moving. You took plenty of stabs last combat. <laughs> you did great. Off tank right there. <laughs> Having said that, that's all I got. You guys got anything? Nope. 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 Alright. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, we'll see you all next time. <laughs>